And still this podcast comes into your room, no matter how much you implore. No plea can end it, no prayer prevent it, and you must hear forever. Okay, Stan. What's up, Marshall? Oh, all sorts of things. And uh, you want to do a quick catch up? Right on time. I, it, we timed it that way. Holy! I, I'm working out a deal with him. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. How are things with you? Good. Good. I just ate a a big lunch, and so I'm tired. When you eat a big lunch, <laughs> it's hard to be as smart as you normally are. That's true. But we're gonna do this. We're going to do it. Okay. I'll be okay. I got I got water, so. Should I introduce the topic? Yes. You you should introduce the topic because it's a comment you saw on YouTube or somewhere. Yeah. I don't even remember whether is it, uh, if it was a comment I saw on YouTube, I don't know how to find it, uh, but it might have been in our survey. But you know who you are, and I am sorry not to credit you. Uh, it was, you sort of apologized for asking this question and then said, is there too much art? And I immediately dismissed it. Because it's a big abstract question that cannot be answered. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my first thought. Like, what? what? Yeah, but it got under my skin because I recognized that when I was a kid, I never asked, are there too many Three Stooges episodes? Is there? Are there too many mad comics? I never asked that because my life headed out in front of me forever. And it was in my 20s and 30s and 40s that I started to ask, you know, I cannot enjoy how much I've collected if I were to live 150 years. And now I'm realizing I need two to 300 years just to appreciate what are in my collections of my favorite stuff. What collections? You talking about your books? My books, my music collection, okay. uh, even with, with uh, films. You know, there are some, you, you could say, well, well, we'll get to all of the, the, yeah. all of the stuff of too muchness. There is so much good stuff that there's just not a t enough time to appreciate it. And that's one issue, but I have not given it thought. And because you asked this question and it got under my skin, I thought, let's give this some thought. Let's talk about it with Stan. Okay. What do you think of the question? Initially, when I heard you ask the question, my, my thought was like, too much for what? What does that mean? What is the question even implying here? Or what is it trying to get to? What does it mean to have too much? Mm. Every person might have a different reason for for something you know for there being too much of art yeah right like you might say there's too much because i can't go through it all right i need three lifetimes right yeah but someone else might 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 say some completely different reason why there's why there's some could be too much of it like yeah because uh it's competing if i want to be an artist and it's competing with me. And so, because there's so much art out there, I have no chance of standing out. Or there's, yeah. you know, the, the, too, too many artists out there don't get recognized because there's so much of it out there. Right? There's another reason why there could, 
someone could say there's too much of it. There's another reason is the competitive issue. And that happens, I think we mentioned when we talked about conventions a couple of years ago. That is one of the most common responses of students going to a big convention for the first time is there is so much art being produced every day, every week by all of these professional artists. I, it's overwhelming. How can I ever contribute? So there's another thing, the competitive, the, the limited resources, competitive issue. Yeah. What else? Uh, I think some people might say there's just, there's too much bad art. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that. Well, maybe we should take that up. Does that scratch an itch or, or does that bring, bring an itch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it connects it brings... me in one way. Yeah. Okay. Wait, first of all, Stan, I, I want to okay. set some parameters. We talked about okay. there may be multiple reasons. Yes. Multiple reasons for saying there's too much art and we've given two. We can also say what's at stake. Sure, there's too much art. There's way too much art. So what? Is there yeah. anything really at stake? for there being too much art. Well, with the second one, there is. There is because might not have a career. <laughs> yeah, my success is at stake. <laughs> the other issue besides uh, the reasons and what's at stake is how would we ever get any insight into this? And the best I can do is to say, let's caricature two extreme responses. Okay. One response is to say, yes, there's too much art and not just say it, but act on it. You could put a group of graduate students onto a few years research of the amount of all of the art in the world, the, uh, the influence on the environment, the amount of climate control that mm. it takes to preserve it, the amount of bond one, yeah. paper and paper in general that gets used. Well, I use it on, I do this on my, uh, my electronic pad. Yeah, the amount of electricity. And you could move in the direction of saying there's too much art. And the extreme of that direction would be to say no art. I know I'm, I'm, I'm caricaturing it, but I'm doing it deliberately. Right. And then on the other extreme, it would be say, you can never have too much art. All children ought to be painting from the time they're children we and from the time they're little, and we should save all of it, and we should preserve all of it, and they'll, their lives will be great if they make art every day, and then you've got the ones that are all art. So there's my caricature of the two extremes you could go. Well, I can caricature your caricature of uh, there can never be enough. I'd like to hear. <laughs> so, you can take that further and say, you know, now we have to actually, we, we don't have enough materials anymore to create more art. We've used up everything. And so, now we actually have to pro like grind up humans in order yeah. to have more materials for art. And then we That's have to right. destroy other planets to create more art. And the whole yeah. universe is just consumed that's right. with only art. And you have to say, but that's a sacrifice you make for art. So, I, <laughs> yeah. I know we're being silly, but I think there's a reason in this. On one side, you've got what people would call an art Nazi. It's got to be controlled. And then on the other side, you've got a cheerleader who's cheering for something that everybody already went home from the game. There's, a, there's this extreme polarity that we're going to have to find our way in between. And I've got some opinions about how to find our way in between, but we've got to get back to what brought this up. Okay. It's the too much crap art. Wait, brought what up? The next part of our, our conversation was about, is there too much bad art? Okay. Let's say that there isn't. Let's say we get rid of 90% of the art, even let's say 90%, 99% of the art. Yeah. You know what we're left over with, right? My stuff. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> I was trying to 
develop an what? elaborate compliment, but you you beat me to it. Yeah. Are you you are not going to say <laughs> no, my no, stuff? I'm not that, going that's, to. That's crappy. If we got rid of 99% of all of the art that didn't meet the standards, we're left only with people with, with art of people who are dead. Is that what you're about to say? No, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you are. I know how you think. No, I'm. I wasn't. Let me let me tell you what I was going to say. <laughs> let me it tell was, you what you're going to say. <laughs> it would the one percent left over would still be too much. Too much crap. No, too much good art. Too much for what? We're back at the que- the original. Too question. much to ever consume, to ever appreciate fully. Okay, well, so that if that's your reason for for it, there being too much then yeah, you can only have enough for one person to consume. All right, where do you want to go with that? Because that, 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 that takes us in a direction. Talk, talk about the one person to consume thing. That's really pointless. Every, there's so many varieties of humans with varieties of taste. And there's so many different time periods with different cultures and art that represents that time period and culture. It, it, that like, why would we ever have enough just for one person? Yeah. Well, I think you're on the side of that. There's not too much art. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I have another reason, but let's let's. Uh... Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead and pursue that. Well, no, let's finish your thought. You're going. Oh, my 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 thought was that yeah. we're going to have people who think one way or another, and they it can be silly. It, it's silly to take any side one way or the other uh, without acting as if there's there's some repercussion of its extreme. Where do you want to go from here? Okay. Well, let me just go on to the, my next thought, which is okay. Um, I think that it all depends on your definition of what the purpose of art is, or I guess it's not a definition, what what your idea or opinion of what the purpose of art is. Because its purpose determines if there's too much of it or not. Mm -hmm. So, let's start with you. Well, what do you think the purpose of art is? Oh gosh, that's another really big question. It is, but it determines if there's too much or not. I am not going to answer the question what I think the purpose of art is, but okay. I am going to give a polarity. Okay. Uh, it's, it's one that uh, my teacher told me that illustration is timely, fine art is timeless, or I think he just said art. Art is timeless. And of course, because I wanted what? to be an illustrator, hang on, hang on. I wanted to be an illustrator, so my response was, but it can be it can be illustration and be I mean it can be timeless and timely right, and I think I think he conceded that yeah that it can be timeless and timely, but that was when I was eighteen nineteen years old that I heard that from a teacher and I remember for the next decade or two or three, the thing I was seeking was what makes it timely. Uh, excuse me, what makes it timeless? Not that it's just to sell a product, not just there's something that's going to go and disappear, not that it's something that I did because I've got to make money. How do you, how could we ever do anything that was really good? So I would at least say this, that the art that is time, timely, mm-hmm. Sean mentioned it in a conversation just yesterday, that there's a lot of stand-up comedy that does not date well. And I knew, noticed it when I was a kid. As soon as you start making jokes about the current political situation, yeah. a generation later, nobody cares about those jokes. So that's stuff that's timely and it should disappear, but it entertained or, or it got people involved while it was happening. Now, I'm, but I'm not answering your question though. 
It's what do I think art is? The purpose. No, not what art is. What do I think the purpose of? The purpose of? of it. And it doesn't have, you don't have to think of like the definition of it. It's what is yeah. the purpose of art to you? This is an opinion. It's, it's got a number of purposes, but the first way I would understand the purposes is to separate them into the stuff that's important for now, but it's meant to go by the wayside. And the stuff that a hundred years from now or a thousand years from now will still be treasured because it's, it's, there's genuinely something in there that's worth lasting. Okay. Different purposes. Yes. So for me, it's, a, it's the same. I have, I have a lot of different purposes and I could, I could list off a bunch, but one of them that really stands here. Well, one of them that really stands out here for this discussion is that one of the biggest reasons or the purposes for art for me is that it improves the quality of my life. I enjoy doing it. And so, when you ask if is there is there too much art, and you look at that reason for art existing, where the individual person creating art gets an improvement in their life quality from making it, how can there be too much? Yeah, because then every person in the world could be making art, and there is a purpose to it. So, it's like asking, is there too much food? Yeah. Are there too, too many trees? There's too much oxygen. Look how much of it goes to waste. Yeah, I can't consume all of this food as an individual. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I can't consume it all, so there's too much of it. Like, what? How is that relevant? How, how, how is that the reason why there could be too much of it? I mean, yeah, I could see how someone could could start arguing that direction but then when it comes down to it if there's enough people in the world that think that their purpose of creating art is bringing value to themselves or just the the small group of people around them even just to their family then the art has value and there's not too much of it um i mean i can give you an example so like the last painting i did was of christian right i think i showed it yeah i've seen it too yeah I gave it to his dad. Yeah. And so, is it one of the best paintings ever? No, it's not even close. But, so like if you get rid of 99.99% of all art, my painting would be gone. That painting of Christian would be gone. It's just, it's like, bleh, whatever. It does not, it's not at the very top there. But would removing that painting make the world better? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so because... It brings a lot of joy to Christian's dad, who now has it. He he walked into the studio, he really loved it, and he's like, oh my God, I gotta have that. So I gave it to him. And now it's hanging in his house and he he really likes it. Um and I think that's very valuable. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's only valuable to that one person right now. Right. Well, and to me. I enjoyed the process and I, I'm proud of it. But it's a small group of people that yeah. appreciate this. Yeah. Stan, here's where I wish the person who asked the question was somebody that we knew and we had here because the question that we would ask back is why? Why are you asking this question? Yeah, that's exactly. And I mentioned that the reason that I started asking the question was the sense of there's just too much to appreciate. There's too much to enjoy. And it leads, I think, to compulsion. I think that there can be a sense of 
I have to enjoy all of the great art. I have to look at all the stuff that I love. I get, or even if I get to, but oh, you know, I got to ride some really good waves and now I'm not riding a wave. I'm miserable. See a beautiful sunset and you say, gosh, that's a beautiful sunset. Oh, I missed last night's and I, I, there's gonna, I'm going to miss a whole bunch of sun. And there's no way to enjoy the good things because there's this compulsion of, I've got to enjoy them all if I'm going to enjoy this one. That is a real phenomenon that I think creeps up. You don't seem to have much of that in you. That there's do too you? much for me? That too much for me to enjoy? The, like, the like compulsion that, to? Of that you got to do, yeah, the have to. The, compulsion the have means to. that there's, a, obsession means you're focused on something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, compulsion means I have to do it. I have a compulsion to do some things that I all of a sudden get energized and excited to do. Yeah. And I'm super focused on that one thing. But it's not like, it's not that. It's not that I have to go through my bookshelves. Like there, there's a bunch of books on here that I've opened a few times and I didn't end up going through it. And it's just sitting in my library. And I don't feel compelled to open it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, I, I, other I things I'll do. And then if I ever need it, it's there. You know, I'm lucky that I get to have a nice library of books. Yeah. Well, and you're also emotionally uh, balanced about it. And my, Maybe, I don't know. My, my suspicion is that this question came out of an emotional imbalance because that's where it connected with me. How so? The compulsion? It, it connected with me out of, out of the, uh, the problem of compulsion. Okay. The problem of, gosh, all of this good stuff. It's like having too much food and feel like, feeling like, I can't eat all this. It's all going to go to waste. That is an emotional problem that is, is real for some people. Let me tell you a story about a, a student who became a professional who was going through this. He was really in a slump of guilt over not creating more art. And he had sketchbooks that were unfilled. And he wrote to me once mm -hmm. that he, he had a stack of sketchbooks in the corner of his room that are just sitting there going unfilled. Yeah. And I remember thinking, okay, I know what to tell him. If you go down to the local art supply store, there's a bigger stack. And if you go to the warehouse, there's a bigger stack still. And you aren't doing a thing to fill those sketchbooks. You ought to be so ashamed of yourself. Look at the waste of what you're doing. Just figure, why not dig this in to show the absurdity? <laughs> oh of no! It? Did it backfire? No, no, it didn't. Oh, okay, yeah, good. You understood. <laughs> you thought that the story I was, was going somewhere. This, yeah, I was like, oh no, yeah. it's about so, to take a turn. Anyway, yeah. The next day, he has his parents go into debt so they can buy the art supply store and get to work. No, it didn't work out that way. I think if we caricature that that side of it that we got to lighten up, uh, that, that, that's, what do they call it um, in therapy? Cognitive, uh, cognitive therapy, I think is what it is. Okay. Where you, you actually talk somebody through the absurdity of where this is going and then we see rationally that that's an absurd direction. Let's move in the other direction with our attitude. It's an attitude as much as anything else. Okay. But I want to hear what more you have to say about this. You haven't exhausted what you have to say. 
Can you steer it? Let me try. The first thing is that it was a big abstract question that cannot be answered. The second thing is that there might be different reasons that a person would ask it, why they were bothered by the possibility of too much art. Right. Third thing was what's at stake? That's the that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. What's at stake? Because I you know, you mentioned the food in the refrigerator. Yeah. And I and I thought, well, there could be too much food in your refrigerator. That's right. Because having less would actually improve the world. Because if you if you are if you're living at home by yourself, like you you just you have, you know, you don't have family or whatever. It's just you. And you have a full fridge and you're always just throwing stuff away, that's obviously hurting the world. Like it's be better for you to just get how much you need. That's so right. So less animals are killed and you know, just less pollution, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so what's at stake versus what are the benefits of having that extra art? Yeah. Is a big question here. Um and but I don't see I don't see like I don't see any reason why more art would be bad. I mean, the pollution thing, yes, but isn't it always adding value as well or is, are there situations where it's not? <laughs> There's got to be situations where it's not. I, but I know, but I can't think yeah. of any. Like but, well, I can. Go ahead. Yeah, please. I can't. Well, Look, you had to you had to make that art on bond paper or on on paper. It's like, well, yeah. that's okay. I'm not damaging the environment with a single piece of paper. No, how many pieces of paper did you use this week? Uh, about maybe ten or twenty. Yeah, okay. Now let's time that times that by a million, and then let's times it by two hundred million, and let's see what's at stake. And so it moves in the direction of that everything you do. You are you are hurting something. Yeah, that's, but that's my point is that yes, everything you do, you're hurting something, but everything you do, you're also helping something. Yeah. So that painting that I created of Christian, I think added more value than it took away. I think. I mean, obviously, we could, this could be a very big conversation. There but. comes a point where you say, you know, uh, Refrigerating this apple if you did, I didn't, but if <laughs> hey, you did, kind of <laughs> <laughs> if, if you did, is that wrong? Do we go that far? And I don't know. We do not make that judgment. That judgment oh. will be made a generation later. Well, we do every day, don't we? We do make that judgment by keeping, keeping our refrigerator on. I'm trying to find where the middle ground is on here. Mm -hmm. And the middle ground is obvious in nature. I mean, it's it's that you have way too many sperm and eggs <laughs> and and things that are just the nature is replete with what appears to be waste it may not be waste but it appears to be way 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 more than than what's going to take or hatch right. and one of the best examples of it is to see how long it took for trees to evolve on this planet. And then when you look at it and you say it, it can be an attitude shift that most of this is process. This is a book from 1963 called The Forest, Time, Life, Nature Library uh, by Peter Farb. And it's about how forests evolved. 
These members of the forest community tell a continuing story of progress from one-celled algae to complex forest giants, from unspecialized plants to a modern profusion of flowers and leaf shapes, a journey from water to dry land. The journey requires only a few dozen yards as seen in a woodland, but it represents hundreds of millions of years of trial and error, blind alleys, and dead ends in evolution. Many new avenues of development were taken by plants and then abandoned. Structures were added, subtracted, and added again. Whole plant families vanished, leaving only records as fossils in rocks. The lords of the forest in one age became the underbrush of another. All this took place over periods of time so great that they stagger man's everyday time sense. Visualize the history of life on the planet as being compressed into a 24-hour day. With the first microscopic organisms originating at midnight and evolving and expanding as the day advances. Okay, so we got a 24-hour stretch. Yeah. We start at midnight. It is not until about 6 p.m., three-fourths of the day already gone by, that life in the oceans becomes abundant. By 8 p.m., plants invade the land. By 9 p.m., the great coal age forests flourish. Modern flowering plants do not develop until the late hour of 10.30 p.m. The recorded history of modern man does not begin until a quarter of a second before midnight. I don't know whether that does anything for anyone else, but I have thought about it for the last few weeks to think that the whole process of trees and flowers and people to enjoy them uh, took so long and there were so many things that we, we can't imagine because there's not time to imagine them all, but that is like a big picture of, of, uh, of what happens in everybody's childhood. We waste a lot of time in childhood. There's a lot of craziness in childhood. There's a lot of things that we have to get through in order to become the responsible adults. But it's also, even on a smaller level, what happens in an uh, art education and even in a particular piece, that there's all sorts of what would appear to be waste. Yeah. But it accumulates to where it takes you in a direction that's worth going. But isn't that wasted stuff? Like, isn't it not really waste? Like, isn't that sometimes the fun stuff too? Yeah, that's why I say it appears to be waste. It appears to be, but it, like, it's not. Like, only if you have a very narrow uh, opinion of what is not waste. Well, that's what gets <laughs> in the way of so much creative process. That was the thing I had to struggle with so much is trying to make it so efficient, trying to make the process of doing our best work, my best work, trying to make it so efficient that there is no sense of mess around for a while without that sense of going for the goal, the, diver the divergent stage. And when you look at the nat you know, the natural way isn't necessarily the best way, but what we just described about how life happens and how much of it in the first parts of it is chaos and apparent waste, I think that to embrace that and say, it's okay. I'm okay with this and I want to invite it. That's one thing is that this gives insight into process. We can't be we can't be too worried about the waste thing. I I did hear about that. I think my like first or second or third grade teacher 
said that exact thing. Maybe they she even quoted that. I don't know. But I remember yeah. hearing that where humans didn't exist until that that last second. <laughs> and I'm thinking yeah. like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, I was really young. Um, but like, I think it comes to show that like, our opinion of what matters and what is worth existing or what is worth happening or what is worth doing is probably not right. <laughs> it probably doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's at least relative because we don't make the final judgments. When you think about it, like in the grand scheme of things, like we have very little effect on the universe. <laughs> We're going down that way, down that hole. Okay. So, like, we, we think that, like, air pollution and changing the environment is, like, really important. And it is. It is to us and to the animals living on this planet and to the planet. It's currently very, very relevant, very important. But when you think about the entire universe and the entire timeline of even just Earth, as long as we don't destroy it completely where it blows up, <laughs> right? If we just if we just make, you know, global warming go so bad that we just destroy humanity and we all die, that doesn't matter that much for the long term. No, just hold on. Hold on. I know. I know. It obviously matters. <laughs> but like, if you think about the entire period of time, where humans really are just a tiny fraction of a second out of 24 hours. Now, consider if we, we just destroy humanity now, right? N next year, we're done. And then, and then the Earth continues to go on for another 24 hours. Humanity was a fraction of a second of this its, its entire, entire existence. Did it really matter? Yeah. Well, I mean, it did, but not as much as we think. Not we as much as yeah, we think. Yeah, we don't it know. That's just it. Is it we, we, we? It's a it's a guess, and it's a philosophical guess or a religious guess. Yes. To say, does do we really make any difference? Because even though it's a quarter of a second or a millionth of a second, it could be that the human race is like just one little match to that forest. It, it, I mean, yeah. it was just one little match. It shouldn't make that much difference. Okay, so yeah, it could it matters, but maybe not in a bad way. Like it might not be a bad thing. <laughs> I'm going down a dangerous path, but I'll do it anyway. No, but you but go down and, and we can be safe and just exploring with it and then yeah. making fun of it, it, it where it's got where it's got issues. We could hurt the environment, which inevitably maybe destroys humanity. Mm -hmm. And we will consider that as humans a very bad thing we're gone right mm -hmm. but for in the time for all of the universe that might be good <laughs> right it may it be. Might be who knows who knows if we it's good know. or bad that we yeah. are you know <laughs> if we end sooner or later it's funny how this starts from you know we, we go from is there too much art to are there too many humans we we took a big abstract question <laughs> and we pushed it way up the abstraction ladder uh, to where it's about the the meaning of the universe and our role in it <laughs> the whole point of this it, it, of me going down that path is trying to say that who cares <laughs> <laughs> How much art there is. 
I know. <laughs> you, you're giving it too much important, like, too much, um, you're giving it too much importance. Yeah. It might not matter. I mean, yeah. it matters, but it might not have a, you know, a bad effect or a good effect. And, yeah. and it might not, what, what I think, what I mean by it doesn't matter is that it doesn't matter what you think of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you think it's good or bad, if there's if you think there's too much or not enough. That the world things happen and things are going to continue to happen. Some will be good, some will be bad. And things will, will things will go on. Yeah. And we are a absolutely tiny piece of that and we we really don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, now here's where we're, here's where you're going. Yeah. You're going into the division between just pure fatalism. Now, th there Not are going to really. be listeners. Now, hang on, hang Not on. Really. Uh, there's going to be listens, uh, listeners, or or people in our audience who are way more competent with philosophical oh, trains oh, of know. thought Absol than oh, we are. And so they're going <laughs> to listen to this and they're going to have in the chart of their mind exactly where it went. But I want to take a stab at this as a rank amateur. Yes. You're you're going in the direction of it, it it doesn't it doesn't make any difference. But again, we don't know because it may be that uh, 10,000 years from now somebody will look back and say just like they had to get out of the ocean and get out of the forest, now they have to get off of the planet, go onto other planets and there was somebody in there that said we are going to take this this part of civilization with us, we're going to take this art and everybody will revere that person for saving it. We just don't know. So, because it's impossible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you want to finish it? Or no, no, let's just say because it's impossible, dot, 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 then let's move into wherever we go with this. Right. But now I want to go back to what you just said. That, okay, they have to get out of the ocean and then they have to go to other planets. Why are we the ones that have to do stuff? Why are we? Why is it all about us? It, like, why is the universe about humans doing stuff? Because we do. Because we've come to, we came to the point in my childhood and even earlier where you can destroy the entire planet. That's an incredible power. It's like destroying the universe. Yeah, but so can a comet, so can a rock. It can, but because we've got that kind of power, it means that we are significant in all sorts of people's lives. And we can go from being hunter-gatherers to being farmers and, and uh, working with agriculture, which means it's going to change everybody's life for the uh, better and the worse. So, there's we're moving back over to the argument of, yeah, what we do and what somebody says is important and what somebody takes with them out of the ocean or what somebody decides that we should build hospitals. All of that stuff does make a difference in other people's little tiny speck of an existence, which is a big deal when you look close to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just saying, like, loosen up. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make some art, make some art, even if there's too much of it. Yeah. And when you say loosen up, yeah. I think what you're doing is you are in an emotionally balanced state. Am I? I feel like I'm, I'm wound up. <laughs> you, well, you're, I, I mean, right now you're kind of wound up, but I mean, your view of the question of what is art is not something that keeps you up at night. No, it doesn't. Or, no, 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 not what is art. Is there too much? Your view of, is there <laughs> the, too much either art? Either one of those don't keep me up at yeah. night. <laughs> and, and it doesn't, uh, it also does not prompt you to type it out as a question in a public forum to where you would actually ask that question. And so, 
I don't think that that's the only person who's asked that question. That's true, but I don't think it's a bad thing that somebody would write that in a public forum. No. No, they care. So, we're answering that one thing is, if I'm really bothered by it, if it really gives me some trouble, it may be that I have compulsive issues. Uh, it may be that I have competitive issues, but it also may be that I've really got a concern for something that nobody else is paying attention to and that is worth paying attention to. Is there just, is, is, did the, the market, did the, the free market, did capitalism uh, become something that we look back on and say, look what they did? how great it was and how rapacious it was. It may be a legitimate concern, but now we're moving from the emotional spectrum of emotional balance to the values spectrum. Okay. And I've really only got one thing to add to the values spectrum. And I think it's where you were going with it. Because you mentioned the painting you did of Christian. You mentioned the process having value to you, had value to Christian, it's had value to me, it's had value to your audience, has value to the dad more than it's going to have to everybody else. Okay, I think that gives us the, the whole answer of this. Uh, it is that the art that is made can create connections between people and tribes and memories uh, that are that obviously have value. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what I was trying to say. It, yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I wanted to make sure I understood. Art is an expression. You, you're expressing yourself. You're speaking. Yeah. It's it's the same as singing. You're, you know, when somebody sings, it makes them feel better, right? You yeah. sing in the shower because you want to, not because like it gives someone else some value, it, like it has to be absorbed by some other human and be among the best. <laughs> There's too much singing in the world. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you can draw in a sketchbook for the same reason, just because you enjoy the process. It, it makes you feel alive. It's healthy. Yeah, it's, it's a healthy activity <laughs> to do. And if we were put on this earth to do stuff, and if we were given emotions and we, were, we, we evolved in a way that makes us want to do things that makes us feel good, then I think we were meant to do art <laughs> and make a lot yeah. of it. So, no, there's not too much. Yeah, every one, of those, every one of those plants, every one of those trees, every one of those animals had some need, some urge, something that took them in a direction. And, uh, and I think it happens with the, with the social bond. There, there is the, the art itself is part of it. That's the thing I get so excited about. Stan, I just had, I have had a great last month. Oh, yeah? If for no other reason that I have never looked at more drawings for a couple reasons. One is I've discovered about a 300-year period of Italy and, and new artists. I didn't know about Francesco Guardi. Uh, and there's another guy named Remigio Cantagalena, I think. I'm not even sure of his name. And I, I mentioned Bernini. The Tiepolos, 
I'm finding my, my jaw dropping from these things. And I'm only spending maybe a half hour to 45 minutes a day looking through them. But even just Italy over about a 300 and some year period is, is, is more than I can absorb. And then yeah. same things happening with Degine and same things happening with rediscovering Rembrandt and, and Van Gogh and others. Each, even just the Dutch 17th century, there's too much. Yeah, but the, all that stuff that you're not going to absorb, they, it's already provided enough value in, to exist. So Because it makes me feel as good as really good food. Now, that's one value. No, not to you. It's provided enough value to the world, to other people. And if there are a thousand people or 10,000 that are having the same experience, because I, mean, I can't imagine living in Italy around those museums. And it's like, well, we need three lifetimes if we're going to even appreciate this. But here's the other thing. It's not just making me feel good. It has been one of the most emotionally effusive connections that I have with a friend who knows all of these artists and who's asking me, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Hey, do you know about these capriccios? And then sends me a link and it's like, oh gosh, those capriccios are just incredible. So, <laughs> when my son was about 10, I knew nothing about jazz. He knew nothing about jazz. Oh, really? So, it was, it was not my music. It wasn't dad music and it wasn't kid music. Huh. And I bought a little three CD collection of these great jazz pianists from Costco where it was like a buck a CD. I knew they were names that were worth pursuing because of people who told me. Mm. And we started listening to these three CDs over a period of months. And I was not that excited about them at first. But as we kept listening, I don't know how many times in our home, it was like, listen to this, L listen to that. Oh, wow, that part right there. Whoa, 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 listen to that. It was just, it was so uh, bonding emotionally to get excited about the same work. But yeah. now, in fact, when my son left home, I had a really hard time listening to jazz because it would make me so lonely for the discovery of it together. So, there is one obvious thing is that not everybody's going to like the same art. But if you start to connect around this music or this art or this school or this style or this way of doing it, it's like you said, uh, a, a trillion trees is not too many trees. Because if there's a billion people, you want enough trees to where each person can have the good experience of the, of the variety of trees. So, there's what I see about it is that your tribe is going to be built around the, uh, the specific flavors and things that you like. And so, the too muchness becomes far from a problem. The too muchness goes back to what I felt as, as a child. There could never be too many Three Stooges shorts. But the next thing I wanted to bring up is kind of comes right off of what you just said. Can there ever be too much? Let's explore that. What if How? there was even more art? What if, what if we multiply the amount of art that is produced yeah. by a hundred? Let's wait, 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 let's put a condition on it. Let's put a condition okay. on it. And it does not, it, it does not damage the environment in any way. Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. A uh, hundred times more, a hundred times more, but which, there's a new way to make art where you can just wave your hands through the air and it takes the molecules of the air and it doesn't hurt the, it doesn't hurt the environment any more than trees <laughs> turning carbon dioxide and water and sunlight into sugar. Okay. It's good for the environment. Okay. It's good for the environment. What happens if we've got 200 times more? What do you speculate? 
Oh, well, that was my question to you. You tried to reverse it, but I'm not going to I did. You. I tried to put it back on you. <laughs> it means that Dis <laughs> Disneyland gets bigger. It means that, that that circuit of museums gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It means that we don't just have a billion trees. Christian told me that there's something like three trillion trees in the world right now. Uh -huh. It's like, isn't that too much? <laughs> what? Three, no, three trillion? <laughs> no, there's not too much trees, obviously. But um, yeah, as you were saying, yeah, Disneyland would get bigger. There would be a museum near everybody, right? Yeah. There's so many people in the world that don't have access to a good museum. Yeah. How could there be too much art if that's the case? Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to be healthy, I think yeah. it could be said to be healthy, we should rejoice. Yes, we should we should say thank you for all the art. Yes. That's right. Have you seen Fury <laughs> yes. Road? Mad Max? Yeah. Yes. Do you remember the scene where they were looking at the uh shooting stars or the uh the satellites and watching them fade out? And the the conversation between them about what what they were? No. What was that at the beginning? No, no, it was deeply into it when they when they were trying to find the green place. Oh, it was it was a poignant moment. Mm, okay, I've only seen it one time, and then I've seen the the action sequence like three times. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was an amazing film. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, there were a few moments in there where they were just great, but that that one moment where they saw the meteorites, which some of them were satellites, and somebody said, "What are they?" And they said, "That's uh, that's from when they we used to have shows." We used to have shows. Yeah, we used to have shows. And somebody asked, do you think we'll ever have shows again? That's one of those things where you figure, what if the whole <laughs> thing was open, uh, over? And then you come back to the fact that McKee said about 15 years ago, he said, there is so much good television being written right now that you can't record it all and watch it. There are more hours of good television writing than can be consumed in a day uh, per day. You know, he was really big on that. I thought, huh. yeah, that we're in an age where there's so much quality product that you can't consume it all. So you say, well, I could get bent out of shape of, uh, by it, or I could imagine what it would be like in a Fury Road world where they'd just be aching for that. This is something to be happy about. That's true. I don't know whether there was value in this. You know, we'll know after we edit it if there was anything value in there. And if not, forgive yeah. us because, hey, are there too many podcasts? Are there too many podcasts? Yeah, well, now there are. There are too after we many this podcasts. One. After <laughs> this one comes out, there's too many. <laughs> including even a single podcast <laughs> over three years. You get that much content and you're bound to get some crap. Hey, I've got some, I've got an idea. Yeah. Maybe we should take the question of let's. I, I mentioned let's get rid of all the crap art, and you're still going to have the same problem. There's too much good work. Yeah. Let's let's go the other direction. Get rid of all let's, the good uh, art. What if? <laughs> what if we were to turn and face and really ask about the value of bad art? Oh, absolutely. I was thinking about this before the uh, we started recording, and yeah, if you get rid of all bad art if you could even i mean how can you do that right but if you take the take a poll of everybody on the planet <laughs> and you get rid of the 99% that's at the rank at the bottom yeah 
then you now have 99% crap art still because it's all comp- it's all relative, right? Like yeah. the the value of the bad art is that it makes the good art look good compared to the bad. That's right. If you we what if somebody did press a button that already got rid of the top 1% of art? Yeah, there'd still be great art. Well, no, no, what if what if that already happened? And we don't okay. know it, right? Let's just imagine right. this stupid world. Okay. So somebody pressed the button and all the top 1%, even let's just say the top 99% of art got deleted. Okay. And what we currently have is actually the worst art <laughs> that ever existed. We wouldn't yeah. know that art could be that much better. Yeah. Right? Right. And and to <laughs> some people, the, the, they would think the Three Stooges would still be left over. And so, the, <laughs> Marshall as a kid would be really happy. You know, there, there's still going to be art that won't make it into there that to some person is really great. Uh, but yeah, there's the first point of contention. How are you going to debate whether, you know, what's, a, what's the worst art? But let's just imagine yeah. it was possible. Let's imagine that there is, if the standards are really low, what would be the value? I can think of a few things. So, maybe okay. we should take this up. So, other than making the good art look better. Other, yeah, th- that's one. <laughs> is that the bad okay. art makes the good art look good. It acts as a foil. That's good. Bad art. What's the purpose of bad art? Well, I already said some stuff. It makes you feel better. It's, it could be therapy. It might suck, but you might have felt good doing it. Yeah. <sighs> that food is coming. <laughs> oh, well, it's great doing this podcast with you. Yeah. <laughs> boring topic. Let's go make some more art. That's right. Why talk about this rather than doing it? You who asked, is there too much art? Oh, now I know. It's to to distract us from creating more good art. That's right. It was to foil us. It was the competitive model. You say, those guys, those guys might be doing too good a work. I'm going to throw a question in there that'll really <laughs> throw him off. It's the trees and the grasses. And the aliens and... Yeah. Well, well, Stan... I just want you to know that it's a privilege to do this <laughs> podcast with you. And even though 99.99999% of it will be swamped away and washed into the annals of history and not even remembered by the great, great, great grandchildren. Yeah. What if this is the episode that is the only one that lives on? It's the only one <laughs> worth, that was worth uh, recording for us. I would die of embarrassment all <laughs> over again a thousand years after dying. I need to finish this apple. Get some sugar. Oh yeah, our apple. Okay. Well, should we? Should we? Begin? Should end it with a bite of apple. Let's do it. You've already taken a bite of yours. This yeah, is my first of the day. Yeah, while you were getting your book. Mmm. Mmm. Mine's good. Trees were a great idea. Yeah. So mm. was art. 